Trading Nut, episode 168. The ability for you to know that this trade I'm currently on could either be a loss or a win and not start thinking win, 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 win will make you a better trader. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax. Learn the process. Candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial trading or investing advice of any kind. What's up traders? Welcome to another installment of the Trading Nut Podcast. I'm your host Cam Hawkins and today we've got Jeffrey Benson in the house. Now Jeffrey is a Nigerian trader uh, with a mission to give back. Look, he gives back massively today as well. In fact, we talk uh, about a whole bunch of things, but one of the things we do talk about is why he stopped strategy hopping and the two things that he focused on instead. So that's coming up and we did a video afterwards as well where you're actually going to get to see how he does it all, right, in detailed step by step. And this is quite amazing and it's we talk about how he actually did this massive account flip from like 47 bucks to a, a thousand in a very short period of time so you're going to find out how he enters how he exits and all that sort of good stuff but for now it's all about his background and how he got to get to that point and some of the details around it as well so merging them together you've got essentially a full-on package there and jeffrey definitely is giving back now there are a lot of things going on here at trading at the moment so many in fact there's three big things, though, that uh, I want you to know about. So I'm going to go through those three just before we get into the show and uh, really want you to concentrate. So first one is we've got a new sponsor. So the new sponsor is BitGet. Now, BitGet is the world's largest crypto derivatives copy trade platform. What does that actually mean? It means it's the perfect crypto exchange if you're a trader. So guys, they also sponsor uh, Juventus Football Club. So that's pretty big, right? Juventus Football Club. I'm kind of waiting for my my, uh, Juve shirt to turn up in the post, signed by all the players. I don't know if it's going to happen, but that's my wish. Anyway, look, you're going to be hearing more about them in the coming months. And if you do want to head over there and join today, then you're going to get... Uh, up to 150 oh over $150 worth of rewards after you join. Okay, so guys, go and check that out. There'll be links in the description and in the card above. So check that out whilst you're listening to the show or afterwards. Number two here, number two here at Trading Nut, a big thing that's happening this week is you would have seen episode one of the Smart Money Concept Series go live last week. Now, we're going to have more of those from Nathan Jester at Aerial FX, but uh, it's not the only thing they're doing. We're going to be going uh, and doing a live trading session, and this is going to be a kind of regular thing with these guys, live trading session, which is going to be live streamed, so you guys are actually having the chance to pick up maybe some trades in the market with these guys using their smart money concept. So smart money concept experts, live trading here on the Trading Nut channel. If you want to get access to that, you're going to have to just hit subscribe, hit like, and you'll make sure you click on that notifications bell and click all to get notified when these things hit the channel or just subscribe somewhere on Trading Nut and I'll make sure you find out about it. Number three, now number three is the biggest, the biggest thing happening here this week. And I'm trust me, it's a busy week here at Trading Nut. This is the Trading Nut Funded Cup. So this is starting, this is with my sponsors, City Traders Imperium. So 
these guys have helped me put this together. There's over $190,000 worth of prizes up for grabs. The competition starts just after the 15th of April, so you've got that time to register. If you want to check it out, head over to tradingnut.com forward slash TNFC, and that stands for the Trading Nut Funded Cup, uh, before 15th of April 2022. So there's plenty of time, but go and do it now. Register, show us what you've got. It's a demo trading competition. You're going to see the rules there. You're going to see all the prizes there. Uh, we're going to hear from City Traders Imperium in just a second and find out what exactly is involved in this. So why don't we see with this uh, little ad that's going to run right now before we get into the interview. Here we go. Righty ho folks, I'd like to introduce you to something new here on the Trading Nut channel. It's the Trading Nut Funded Cup, sponsored by City Traders Imperium Funded Trader Program. You can win almost $200,000 worth of prizes. That's for the top 10 winners and the top prize takes away a $100,000 funded account with City Traders Imperium. Folks, if you want to register for this and show your skills as a trader, click on the link above or the link below the video or in the podcast description. Sign up before the 15th of April 2022 and we'll see you in the competition. All right, folks, here we are on Trading Up. We've got Jeffrey Benson in the house, a Forex trader over there in Nigeria. Welcome to the show, Jeffrey. Amazing. Thank you for having me. Well, look, it's, it's fantastic to have you on board. Um, I know you've got a, a lot of fame through your your funding challenges and, and be able to you know get funded with with all sorts of people, including these guys here, including my sponsor, City Traders Imperium. So um, let's start off with your journey first, though. How did you get into trading, and how did you get to the point where you were able to get funded? Amazing, yeah. Um, super excited to be on this channel. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Okay, so. Uh, I started just did it back to 2017. I mean, 2017, where I went for a seminar held here by uh, that's a company, IML. So I got there. I was introduced by a friend. So when I got there, I was really, really open to the uh, about the whole idea that they were trying to push all in our heads. But I wasn't really concerned about the promotional thing, their referral system and all of that. But one thing I'm still grateful to them about was they actually told me about information forex. I never knew that stuff. Uh, I knew it existed, but I never knew that I could participate. So they made it very, very easy for me to understand that yeah, every individual could participate. And also thanks to my friend who also took me there. His name is uh, Mr. Kunle. I shout out to him, whatever he is. Okay, so that's how I get started in the forest trading industry since 2017. So I only worth, only had money to fund one time. Like I only had money to pay for my subscription. So I couldn't renew. Because I never really had money. I just dropped out of school then, and there's not enough money to continue. So I just continued my learning on YouTube. So there were there weren't there weren't enough information on YouTube as at that time. Okay, so what I was able to do was I talked to a guy, Ricky Gutierrez, is a stock trader, and Steven Docks. What was Ricky his name? Gutierrez. Ricky Gutierrez. Ricky Ricky Gutierrez. Yeah. yeah, he's a millionaire stock trader in, based in Arizona, United States. Right. So I was just listening to his advices and all of that. And thanks to Jubilee too. Jubilee did an interview one time or uh, a comparison day in the life of a trader and day in the life of a food delivery guy. Oh, I so, saw that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah I saw that one. Yeah. It went really viral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that video really motivated me. <laughs> motivated myself. 
no, <laughs> I'm definitely going to do this thing. So that's when I started, I started learning. So I, I made a promise to myself, if I'm able to get this thing, I'm going to make this knowledge very available to people, little or no money at all. So that's why I dedicate Firepips FX to that. So there are free video courses there and I teach people on how to trade apparently for free. All right. So it's only on mentorship that you may want to pay somebody. I mean, you can actually learn everything on my YouTube channel or even on the website absolutely for free. So that's the reason why I made that available because I know there are a lot of people who don't really have the money, but they really want to gain this, this skill set just as I did too. Because starting out, I never really had the money. I was still with my brother and all of that, but right now I'm all alone now. Hey folks, with so many crypto exchanges to choose from, why not choose the best one for you? And here are three massive reasons why my sponsors BitGet are the perfect choice for traders. Number one, they're ranked among the top 10 largest crypto exchanges for derivatives trading, which is pretty good, right? Number two, they've got a trading competition that gives you a chance to win a heap of Bitcoin. So if you haven't got any Bitcoin, great way to get some. Number three, the copy trading platform not only allows you to follow profitable traders, but you could earn crypto by letting others copy your trades too. So to get involved, click the link in the description below or in the card above and then follow the four steps and you're going to get over $150 in rewards. So so how did you go from doing this IML course to or seminar to, to I was saying, well, I can't afford the subscription for it. Now, how do I uh, you know, jump on YouTube, find information, what stuff stuck with you and what stuff didn't? And how did you sort of navigate your way through through the information that was available? Exactly. So starting now, I did some crazy mistakes and I kept looking for strategies just as everyone would be looking for strategies here and there. Oh, what is this guy's strategy? What's that guy's strategy? What's that? So that's the mistake that I did. Okay. So when I started getting back, my senses was like uh, 2018, mid 2018. That's about June, July. Yeah. Started knowing that, okay, all strategies actually do work. You have to just keep to it and learn risk management. So I went back again from Ricky Guterres. I think he has some couple of videos regarding that. So I started learning from his free advices and all of that. I also learned from Stephen Docks. And I also learned from Adam Koo. Yeah, these are also great guys too. I also learning a lot of advices from. And I also had a trading body then, back then in Malaysia. His name is Jeffrey Ong. So we were always kind of like sharing trading ideas. And this guy... He's a genius. Yeah, he's a genius. But I never knew. I just sort of lost his contact right now. <laughs> so he was a genius telling me how to go about things, what to search for. So basically, started looking out for risk management, uh, risk management ideas, trade management ideas, and as, as how, also how to think, how to manage my portfolio and all of that in the long term. So I wasn't looking out for my weekly result or my daily result. I was looking out for like long term, like three months time, uh, in six months time, in a year time. So that's the thing that actually made the difference. And so, so you like I've heard this before, and somebody, you know, other people have said all strategies work. And I think I saw it. I even heard it just the other day watching some video. Now, that's that's got to be sort of there's got to be some context around that because a lot of people will be out there going, well, in fact, all strategies don't work. There's got to be what what why do you say that all strategies work, and what's the sort of thinking behind that? Okay, as long as any strategy that you're using has an edge, it's definitely going to work. Like trading is whether you've done your analysis and you are so sure it's going to be a buy, there's a slight chance that it could as well be a sell, all right, at any point in time. Since there's a slight chance, 
and that it's going to be a sell. So hence, there's a need for risk management, money management, because if that slight chance of it being an opposite direction of what you already chose happens, then you're going to be wiped out if there is no risk management. So at each point in time, as long as the candles are moving, everyone have their own thinking bias. Everyone have their own direction. Oh, maybe I'm thinking, oh, GBPUS is going to be a buy. Then you're thinking it's going to be a sell. You're both correct in the long run, all right? So what really matters, whether or not you're going to stay in the trade for a long time is what is your exit and what is your entry point? As at what time are you getting in on the trade? And what time are you leaving the trade? And what are you currently risking? So if you've got an account of $100,000 and you have... Uh, uh, you have about, let's say, like 100 lots on that. Trust me, you're not going to stand the test of time because you might just be wiped out. Maybe about 50 people move against you or something less moved against you. You might be wiped out. And while maybe I've got an account of $1,000 and I'm just in with 0.05, I mean, I will stay to grow that account. So basically, all strategy just works. Strategy just about entry, exit, all right? So, I mean, the trading strategy that's just about exit, and entry, all right? So what's really matter is your risk management, money management, trade management, and your psychology. That's what matter in the long run. That's, that's what makes sure you make money in the long run. And okay, so diving back into like what you eventually sort of landed on or when you started seeing things working a bit better, I mean, what were some of the things that you changed to get to the point where things started, you know, your accounts weren't being blown and that sort of thing? All right, things I started doing was I started re- reducing my risk because before then I never knew what risk was. I just trade. I just traded. Okay, if you ask me what loss size am I on, I mean, what, what am I risking in my account? I'll just tell you, oh, I'm, I'm with one, one standard lot size, 0.1 lot size. I, I just talk in terms of lot size. So what changed for me was I now knew what uh, risking a particular percentage was and how to manage that. All right, so that's what changed. So I started risking... Uh, 1% per trade, 0.5% per trade. So I scale on. So when I'm in profit, I make use of the equity, my equity build up. So I start stacking and all of that. So that's how uh, my things just change. And I stuck to one pair. That's really, really very important. So if you are listening to this podcast right now, I want to challenge you sticking to one pair. If you have been trading multiple pairs and you see it's not really uh, profitable for you, just restrict it to a little pair that you understand, a few like for me, I just stick to one pair, which is GBPUSD. That's what I do. Yeah. For yeah. over it's, four years now, I've just been trading one pair. Oh, really? Okay. And now, yeah. uh, okay, that's interesting. So, so you you're talking about like um, how you risk your risk management, and you're also talking about the fact that you're scaling into trades and you're using Correct. equity. So, when you're doing the one percent risk on on a your initial trade, what percentage are you risking on the the equity that you've gained on that trade? Uh, and is there a set stop loss for that second and third and fourth entry, or are you like just saying, well, if the whole thing comes back to zero, I'm out it, from an equity uh, point of view? Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I get asked this question a lot. So what I do is, let's say for example, let's say on a hundred k account, and I want to risk about one percent. So risking one percent, obviously, that's that's one thousand. So I'm gonna put in my lot size. I use position size calculator a lot anyone from so i just put in one percent risking an average of 20 pips so that's what i do uh, so that should give somewhere around maybe like five standard lot size to use okay so what i'm going to do i'm going to split my five standard lot into five places so i'm going to be getting in on each entry with one standard lot okay mm. yeah so my stop loss is going to be 
20 pips or less, depending on structure. So I'm just saying 20 pips, for example, depending on structure. Sometimes it could be like 14 pips, could be like 15 pips, but max average of 20 pips, all right? So I'm going to put it like 20 pips away, okay? And once price start moving on my favor, I keep scaling in with one standard lot, one standard lot, one standard lot until my five standard lots is maxed out. So I'm only allowed to have five position at that particular time. Oh. All stop loss still maintain at the same point, all right? All stop loss all at the same point. So once price start moving on my favor, then I'm going to move my stop loss of 20 pips to, I'll, I'll keep tightening it, keep tightening, let me say about, depending on how market move, no market structure is dynamic. It keep moving, but until it's at break even, that's when I'm allowed to scale in. All right? So you see, my first entry becomes uh, somehow aggressive, sort of, or uh, close to conservative. Then my second entry, I want to make it aggressive. So my second entries will now be times two of what, uh, times two of my initial loss sizing, like two standards. All right? Why? Um, why am I doing that? Why? Yeah. The reason why I'm doing that is I want to be able to make maximum use of the move in my favor. Let's say I'm on a long. I want to make maximum use of the move in my favor because I never know when I'm going to catch that nice opportunity. And it's also what you know. I don't do this all the time. I always do this when the market is really uptrending, like strong trend. All right. So when there is any slight retracement to the downside, so I'm going to enter in with two standard lots. That's already if my other bottom ones, my, my risk at the bottom is already at break even. So I'm using the profit, unrealized profit from these five trades to make this new trade. So I'm entering two standards, two standard at, let's say, like at least two or three. I'm just going to hold on. So once I keep moving in my favor, I keep getting one standard, one standard like that. So that's how I scale up. Uh, and that's really interesting. Now, just so I've got it in my head clearly here. So when you're scaling in on that initial, like, you know, potential to be stopped out before you're at break even, are you scaling in between zero and minus 20 pips? Is that where those five positions are? Or are you putting positions above that initial entry to then... Yeah, I'm putting position above that entry. Okay, so... And the first loss is still out, yeah? The first position would be... Would that be uh, one lot, the first position that you put on? One lot, yeah. Okay, and then once you move, say, let's say five pips in profit, you're going to put another position in at Not necessarily lot. in profit. It could be... Oh, it could, could be, be against, in loss, yeah. Ah, okay, right. Yeah, yeah, that's dollar cost averaging. Yeah. So I learned that from stock trading, from stock traders... And I just implement that in forest trading. Okay, so it could be in profit yeah. or it could be in loss, but you're gonna yeah, you're gonna loss. keep adding to that position. And then when exactly. you've got when you've when it's pushed, let's say a buy, when it's pushed high enough up, you're then gonna go, well, let's lock everything in at a break even level. Correct. So yeah. and then you you wait for you know a push and then a retrace, you get in again and okay, cool. And yeah, yeah, so yeah. so that that is very it's ingenious and it's aggressive. And did where did you learn that particular approach? I just learned, I learned that from the uh, cost averaging. It's a very popular way of trading stocks. So I just brought that into the forest space and ha- add a little tweak to it. And as long as my risk is within 1% when I'm starting out, I mean, I'm not hot. As long as if it's keep coming against me, keep coming, instead of using just five standard lots outrightly, I'm just going to break it one standard, one standard, one. As long as I'm still within the risk scope, I mean, I'm good. So I learned that from basically Ricky Gutierrez, his explanation. So I also read up some some article on Google, dollar cost averaging. So if you can just do a little research on that, you understand what I mean. Yeah. And so, so did you, I mean, how, how hard was it for you to start working with this to make it work? Did it work straight away or was it like trial no. and error? 
it was really hard for me like try and error just as some people if you want to go try the same system you're going to also have some try and error because it needs uh it need consistency it needs you it needs experience when to double down when to agree oh i'm wrong that's a major problem people have you have to agree very you have to agree early that okay i'm wrong this is time to hop out this is time to get stop out but some people you still want to hold on to your position no whenever you're stacking whenever you're using the dollar cost average system if it's against you it's against you do not try to move stop oh i trust this analysis it's definitely going to move in my favor that's one of the major challenges we have with this whole thing so that's when i had my fingers burnt starting out my early days so it was really difficult trying to master this thing so people see it everywhere when I, I, I do a screenshot i get criticized a lot on maybe on instagram show them oh but jeff this is not your right way of trading i always tell them even though even though like <laughs> i already know what to do i already know what i'm doing i know when to get out i know when to exit i know when to scale in so it needs a, a very good way of managing trade which is trade management so you have to know when to move your stop loss, when to break even, and all of that. Yeah. And and so just like trying to get it right in my head, what what time frames are you working around? Because I'm assuming that if you're on, if you if you're trading, if your entry setups on a on a like let's say an hourly chart, then you're probably going to be wanting to get in on a like a five minute or a fifteen to get these positions. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, how does that all work? That's what I do. I'm a day trader. So basically, I'm a day trader. So I've done my main trade on four hour, current trade on one hour, and my entry time frames are always on 15 minutes. So I'm always on my 15 minutes watching. So that's why I scale on position. Okay, cool. And so and just back to like the, the overall strategy to get you into a trade. I mean, what, what, do you, what kind of techniques are you using? And is it pretty rigid or is it just a whole bunch of things that you've come up with over time? Pretty simple. It's simple. I just have four checklists before I hop on trade. Very simple. And that's, I, I make use of psychological levels, which are round up numbers. Okay, like, uh, let's say like 5, 10, 15, or all of that. I'm sure you know what that means, like psychological yeah. levels, round up numbers. So I also make use of trend line. Trend line, not the traditional way people use it. I just have a refined way of using it on a nice tweak. And I also do make use of a concept that I developed, I and the other guy, Jeffrey Young, we came up with from experience, from true backtesting, you know that this truly works. It's called high and low of the week. There's a way we can know the highest point price we're likely get to for the week and the a higher, a lowest point price we're likely get to for the week. So whenever we have a break up to that point, then we, we're going to know, okay, it's going to be more buys for this week. So we just do more buys for the week. All right. If it if it breaks below, we just know it's gonna be more of sales. So we do more of sales. It works every time. Last week it did really work. All right. I talk about this a lot on my YouTube channel too. And the last thing, last on the checklist is chart pattern. Okay. So if you would check GBPUSD a lot, you find out that the chart pattern that works crazily all the time is M and Ws, or you can call them double tops and double bottom. They work crazily most times. So those are the four entry uh, checklist I use. Cool, cool. All right, so um, we've sort of dived straight into the into some of the trading stuff. So, how how often out of like ten trades, say, would you end up putting your that initial you know five positions, whatever it is, to break even? How often? Yeah, how often out of let's say ten trades? I mean, like how often? I do that almost every time. Like for me, I barely trade. Like today's Monday. I'm never gonna. I'm not gonna trade. I don't trade on Monday. So my trading times are always Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. So sometimes Friday I don't trade, all right? So it's always what you have noticed. It's not every opportunity that is an opportunity. 
that is for you to trade, that is meant for you to trade. So most days, typical days, I only have two entries a day. So I'm a very patient trader. So that's what I've learned over years. And I trade just one pair and I'm very patient. So most of the time that I enter the market, it's sure that I'm definitely going to come out with profit. Like I'm not even capping. Yeah. So <laughs> most times that I'm in on the trade, I definitely will have a break even most times because I've already trained my eyes. Imagine I keep doing one thing over and over again. So there's this quote that, that reads, I think it's by, I think it's by Jet Li. He said, it doesn't fear a man who has, 10, who has practiced 10,000 kicks, but it fear a man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. So that's who I am. So I've practiced one thing 10,000 times over and over and over and over and over again. So that's what I'm also training my students to do too. So I mean, anytime that I'm already in on a trade, I'm stacking on a trade, there's definitely sure that I either come out at break-even, small loss with the risk that I already predetermined in my mind, like 1% risk, uh, maybe 0.5% risk, exactly. So I don't go out of scope. Okay. So every day, I always tell myself I'm risking like 3%. So if my first entry, I'm losing 1%, I want to go in maybe a little bit more aggressive, I might lose 2% and all of that. But the truth is, I always know what I'm risking. I always know what I'm risking at each point in time. That's cool. So, so guys, I mean, from what I hear Jeffrey saying is that you should be able to go onto GU, jump on a 15-minute chart, and essentially see the same pattern happening every single day. Uh that you can profit from is that would that be is that too simple to look at it that way or very simple it's very simple yeah it's so simple to look at but i'm, I'm just going to tell you trading idea generally it's simple but it's not easy what makes it not so easy is because of the psychology yeah once you have one losing two losing streak three losing streak and you already start feeling off balance and all of that or i'm just going to tell you keep at it keep doing it what you think you're doing as long as the strategy has got an edge Keep doing what you are doing, definitely, and reduce your risk. Reduce your risk, and you definitely will have breakthrough in no time. And how would you say, how, what would you tell somebody to, to uh, get them to understand that their strategy does have an edge? What would you say f- for them to do? All right, fantastic. So your strategy, you have to make sure, like any strategy that has, let's say, like about 45% win rate or 50% win rate is good to go, all right? Just the only thing you have to make sure you're doing is have at least one to two risks to reward. So let's say, for example, I've got a strategy that gives me 50% win rates. And okay, that simply means every 50%, every time I enter, I could either have a loss or a win, right? So 50% and you are doing one to two risk to reward. So 50 times one, your losses, then that's 50. 50 multiplied by two, that's 100 profit, all right? So when that, what that simply means is whenever you're on a trade, you are risking two pips, your stop loss is two pip, target four pip. All right. So what I at the end of the time is 50 multiplied by one, that's 50, 50 multiplied by two, that's 100. So 100 minus 50. So you're still positive at the end of the time, 50%. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you get what, what I'm coming yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. So yeah, yeah. So even if your strategy is 50, 50% win ratio, you still would be good. Just make sure your risk to reward is one to two. And, and so with this approach that you've got where you're actually layering into trades and you're you know layering into positions initially and then stacking on that position yeah how does that impact your risk to reward i mean how do you know when to get out of all your positions and at a profit and then and is it like as simple as a two to one risk to reward or what does it equate to at the end of the at the end of the end of the day yeah okay amazing fantastic question so what i do is sometimes we get there are times that I told you I don't do this all the time. I only do this when market is strong trending. So that's why I said that. All right. So, but basically we have other techniques of hopping out from the market. It's what's called multiple week rejection. 
in GU. If you check GBP USD, you're going to see anytime price gets to psychological level, round up numbers, and you see multiple week rejection, get out really fast. So when we see that, we don't wait for our take profit to be hit. We just hop out because it's better to get out at a very nice price than holding your trade and retracing against you and hitting your break even. So starting now, I had a, I did that mistake a long time, a lot of times. So I have to start looking out for other ways to get out. So that's when I found the multiple week rejection strategy. So whenever we see multiple week rejection, we just hop out. All right. So that's why we scale in. So scaling in is also almost equal to having one to three risk to rewards because we start scaling in in multiple positions and that's a very nice risk to reward right there. So you might even you might the, the the actual price just in my mind that trying to get it right the price might actually only go one hour from your initial twenty pips, but because you're scaled in, you might get yeah. away with equivalent to three hour. I mean, hypothetically I, I, speaking, yeah, okay, yeah, that's what happens. Okay, that's quite that's really interesting. In fact, now um, what about you? So you talked about you only get in on trending like when the market's really trending strong. Does that mean you have to sit out like a few weeks on end or? Do you, what do you do when it's not trending and it's in a range for a while? Uh, basically, there are always trades every day. As long as you can't lose that moving, there's always an opportunity. But it's not every opportunity. Just as I said earlier, it's not every opportunity that is right for you. All right. So um, there are some days that there definitely would be tradable. Like some weeks, there are no trades. But that, that barely happens. That barely happens. So every day, you always have two opportunities on GBPUSD. Either to go short and to go long. Every now and then. London session, most especially. from Because I'm in GMT plus one. Just one hour ahead of London right now because time changes. Uh, this day, I think I get two opportunities strongly every now and then. Most especially Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. I get opportunities. And so, so what would what would keep you out of the market? Like, would you do you ever like look at the chart and go, "I'm not going to even bother today," other than yeah, Monday or Friday? Do you, do, is there something you would go, "Nah, I'm out." Yeah, during bank holidays, bank holidays, I definitely will not want to trade. When U.S. bank holidays or uh, Great British pound, uh, pound bank holiday, I'm not going to trade. Uh, maybe times of like news. Uh, when I mean news, like crazy news, like the one of uh, Russia and Ukraine and all of that, because price will just start misbehaving. So I'll just get to the chart, look at the whole thing, and, and I'm not trading. Time of consolidation, basically, I'm not trading. Mm. And and so what does your typical day look like, your trading day? Yeah, my typical trading day uh, is very simple. I, I wake up really early. I wake up like 5 and do my my prayers because I'm, I'm I love I love I'm, I have a very close relationship with my maker. Yeah, I do my prayers and I head straight to my trading room and start start checking my charts and all of that. So the basic thing I just do right now is I did videos because I'm also making YouTube content. I also have a mandate to make sure I train people too online. I start editing videos sometimes. I come up with trading ideas, videos that I could incorporate. You, you should already know, like making, creating content for trading can really be very tasking because people want to see you making that money, want to see you trading, they want to see you all of those things. <laughs> so I have to come up with ideas to teach them uh, complex ideas in a simple way. Okay. So apart from that, I just chill on my trading desk. Uh, test out my risk management because I love risk management because of the way I trade. I enter a lot of positions. So I just see that by myself, keep testing new risk management techniques, start watching, okay, what's currently happening? Because since markets are dynamic, patterns do change. I keep che- I keep checking. When I mean patterns change, not that it changed from M, there are times that uh, we have to double bottom or double top. 
the first stop might be longer than the second stop. So I just keep checking what's happening now. What is it changing? As to what extent is this one longer than the other one? All right. So I just keep testing around that, my strategy, my entry techniques, my risk to reward and all of that. And I also catch up with friends too on, on social media. When I meet friends, traders, I love association of traders and all of that. And I'm online, just keep chatting. And I and also reach out to my community too on Telegram, on Instagram, just keep chatting with them, encouraging them, letting them know that this is how the trade, the journey is. It's not every time that they should trade. And they are dropping some funny memes too on Instagram. <laughs> just here and there. Yeah. That's what I do. And, and so, so, I mean, with all this going on, how do you how do you focus like or at least get your head in the right space for the for the trading part of your day um because i mean like this is something i sort of struggle with myself because i've got like you know youtube channels and meeting calls yeah. with the likes of you and, and other people um i mean how do you actually sort of give yourself that structure so that when you're trading you're trading and there's nothing else distracting you or, or are there distractions that you have to deal with Exactly. Funny enough, I've got routine. Like you can check my my book right here. I've got my daily routine, and even right here on my board too. I have everything written out, and I've got sticky notes every time reminding me. So I've got an Instagram time, I've got Telegram time. I have time for my team. I have time for trading. So basically, from seven a.m. my time. That's why I have time for this interview. So seven a.m. my time to about four. I'm always on my trading desk, trying to get my head straight in trading. Since today is Monday, I can just. I can just play around. I can do a lot of things. I can host things, host shows, do interviews and all of that. But on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, no, I'm not talking because I, I don't really know how to focus on a lot of things. I don't know how to focus. On, I can't do too many things uh, at the same time. I just focus on one thing, trading, and I keep watching. I could listen to motivational, inspirational things, quotes and all of that. And look, read, uh, what's it called? A book regarding uh, trading psychology, like my Douglas, I really have to give him a shout out. Like, it's a nice thing. That book that he has there, trading, wow. Sorry, Mac, sorry about that. Mac Douglas, I'm sure you know about Mac yeah, Douglas. Yeah, 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 Mac Douglas. The popular yeah. book? Yeah, Trading in the Zone, yeah. Trading in the Zone, yeah. yeah. So that book really, really helped me a lot. So I keep listening to the podcast. There's one of the voice, the voice one from Audible. I downloaded that from Audible. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a good, yeah, so that's a good I idea. This. I read the book, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, and I've got Audible all the time. But I've never downloaded. I didn't realize you could download it. I should think about doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I keep I keep streaming that. I keep streaming that yeah. and listening to that over and over again. Yeah. Awesome. That helps me a lot. Now, um, what do you reckon? What What would you recommend to, for somebody who was like working a day job? Uh, they want to get into trading. What steps would you say? Go and do these steps to get to the point of, you know, at least getting a, a, an account break even or profitable yeah i'm not even gonna lie yeah doing a day job and trading is not easy it's not easy like kudos to those guys doing it right there i give it up to you so what i would recommend is you want to switch to a longer time of trading longer time like swing trading that's what what i see so you have to start looking at from your chart look at main trend on on weekly time frame current trend on the daily time frame and you can do your entry on h1 one one half time frame that's why i see that's number one thing and second thing how to handle this psychologically is do do not deposit small amount of money you have to make sure you deposit something uh like five thousand upwards why am i saying this that's when your risk can actually pay off i mean you you wouldn't want to be depositing hundred dollars and start swinging with hundred dollars there's slightly going to be a chance that you would over leverage on that account because you can't be risking one percent on a hundred dollars 
right? You can't be risking on one percent on hundred dollars because and your stop loss is also going to be very wild. Since you're a day, since you're a swing trader, you should be looking at stop loss of let's say like fifty to one hundred uh, pips, depending on kind of trader you are, because swing trading requires a huge stop loss. So, so also you're also targeting something really huge. Okay, so you want fund with an amount that is huge, like five thousand dollars upward, and do not risk too much. Risk at least uh from 0.5 percent to one percent every per trade okay and you can look at your trade maybe whenever you're done with your day job and you come back in and you check so i wouldn't recommend checking your phone while you're at work okay because that can just bring some emotional trauma to you you can just ruin the day and you're not being the best at your workplace and also you're not being the best as a trader too so just do one at a time focus on swing trading and all of that so that's why that's why i recommend it for now Cool. And, and so what, why do you think you managed to get to the point where you didn't have to do the day job and you become like a, a full-time trader, not like a full-time, become a full-time trader and, uh, you know, got to the position where you are now? What what traits or characteristics do you think has made you different from other people out there that may not, you know, make it work? Yeah, what made it different? I never, I've never done a day job before. That's why, I don't know, I've never done a day job. I don't know how it is to receive a paycheck. So I started pretty early. So that's what helped me. I left school, I dropped out of school. So I was still with my, my, my brother, uh, staying with him and all of that. So that's when I learned about Forex trading. So I don't really know how it feels to be a day job and trading at the same time too. So basic thing I just did was, I took this whole skill set really seriously at my early age, all right? So I started making money, let's say about a year and a half. That's when I started become. I started seeing success. Okay, about a year and a half, I was able to afford my first car. All right. So then I was already stacking up money, stacking up money, so never to go broke again. Started doing all some other couple of investment. I was bringing money every month because I know I don't really want to work. I didn't have the degree to work because I, I left school. So that's just what happened. So what I just want. Uh, advise someone who is watching right now maybe you're pretty young like you are within the age of 17 to 18 20 25 and all of that so what i did was just set your mind okay i'm ready to go in all in with this whole thing since you're still feeding from your parents your parents is paying for the house rent your parents are the one paying for your food and everything <laughs> so you just have to channel all your energy into learning all right channel all your energy like this go big or go home broke that's the same style that i use so i channel all my energy into learning all this whole thing and doing some other couple of freelancing i also did some couple of freelancing too like working on fiverr i did all of that working on fiverr script writing doing voiceovers and all of those things so those things kept me going i just freelance from day one so you you substitute your your income with a a little bit of you know all your sorry your trading income with something else just to keep you afloat i mean Maybe not if you're supporting a family of five, you might struggle with that, but easy when you're younger. Um, now, what about a price chart? If you had to go and say, go and study three th- these three things on a price chart, what would they be? I want you to study how price move, price behavior, back there. So go to TradingView. I recommend you go for the premium so you can do a TradingView replay. That thing will have your mind. It will, have, it will, it will shift. You have a mindset shift, all right? Go back on your chart, do a trading view replay for like about three months. Like for GBP USD, I've backtested GBP USD from the since it started up until this time more than 20 times. 
I'm that crazy. I've oh, back tested right, the same pair, back. the same market. Yeah. Same from, from what from what sorry, how many years? Three years did you say? Sorry? Where, did, where what was the starting point? How far it's back? It's about nineteen I think it's about nineteen I just start from nineteen nineties, they're about sorry, no, nineteen ninety six or so, they're about. Yeah. All right, that so you've year, gone that far back. You've gone that far back. Yeah. Started over and over again, back testing, back testing, back testing, back testing, over and over, like about 20 times. About 20 times. Sometimes I could just start, I could just go back and start from 2007, go back, start from 2001, over and over like that. Just keep starting, like more than 20 times that I've started. I should get you on my uh, back, back test challenge and do a GBTUSD one. See how we're yeah. probably like, oh, I know what happens here. Yeah. Exactly. I almost know what's going to happen next. I almost yeah. know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Yeah, since I just do one pair. Now, um, what about from a mindset point of view? So I, I've recently been looking into the fact that, you know, a lot of the guys that are failing are, are failing because they've got the mindset of like, it's all fear about, you know, when, once you're in a loss, they're fearing, you know, they think the fear of making money disappears and they're happy to sort of, you know, risk more to try and make that money back. But once they're in profit, they're scared of giving the money away. But you're obviously doing the the other side of it. You're you're in profit and you're going, well, I want to put more on because we're now in profit. How do people, how do you, how do, what do you teach people around mindset? All right. Why I teach people basically is it's not, the ability for you to know that this trade I'm currently on could either be a loss or a win and not start thinking win, 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 win will make you a better trader. The earlier, the better. No matter the strategy you're using. As long as there's no holy grail, just always have in mind that this strategy, this trade I'm currently in could as well be a loss, not necessarily a win. So what I'll help you do is manage risk. It will help you manage risk. So when you start thinking in that mindset, the next thing is, okay, what if it's with so? Okay, some people think uh, it's a pessimistic way of thinking. Why don't you just start being hopeful? Start, oh, it's definitely going to end in win. No, no, no. You have to be pessimistic as a trader. Like, always think two sides. No, it's, not just, it's not about pessimism right now. It's about you being you playing safe. Then, like, okay, this thing could whipsaw. So if it's whipsaw, what's my plan? How do I manage this thing? Mm-hmm. All right? So that's one, thing, one major thing. Well, the big thing I, I teach people. Always know that whatever trade you are, whatever strategy you are using, whether my strategy, or any legend strategy, be it church solar strategy, just know that it could as well be a win, a losing trade too. So once that's happening, what do you do? You manage risk. And once you think in that way, you'll be fine. Another thing I also I also love people to think is think the long term. Think the long term. Do not uh, judge yourself by the losing streak that you have today or the losing streak you have this week. Now, nah. you're judging yourself that way, man. You're not, you're not, you're not, just, you're not a trader yet. So you have to start judging yourself by Long term, like six months. What 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 result can I give in six months? All right. So when you start thinking in terms of six months, you start giving your you start giving yourself time to think. Start giving your time save time for your the, the edge that you have in your trading strategy to play out. So that's why that's why I see. Yeah, that's I why love, I tell people to. I love that. I love that. Think about the fact that when you enter a trade, you got to yeah. you can lose the trade. It's a losing or a winning opportunity, right? Yeah. It's not a winning opportunity. It's exactly. Not like I've got, because I swear off, that's that's something like I must do every single time. I like, um, this is a good trade. I'm going to win this one. When I should yeah. be thinking it's 50-50. I've now got a 50-50 yeah. chance. That's so good. That is so good. Um, now, uh, 
I know you've been funded by, as we mentioned at the start of the show, by City Traders Imperium, these guys up here, and a bunch of other outfits. I mean, have you got any advice for people going into a funding uh, challenge and trying to get funded that way? Yeah, I love funding programs a lot. I love the whole idea of proprietary firms a lot. I love all of them. So that's why I actually dedicate some part of my channel to reviewing proprietary firms and also recommending to people who are ready to listen. As long as you're ready to listen about funding, about trading, I'm going to first tell you about Forex. The next thing I'm going to be telling you about how to get money to trade through proprietary firms. I love it. So back to your question. So the basic thing, I, I have some couple of proprietary firms I'm working with right now that I'm trading for. So I started basically everyone, almost everyone started with FTMO. Like I started with FTMO. So I made it very, very popular here. I kept talking about FTMO one. Right? So we, uh, I was among the early Forex traders that started talking about a uh, proprietary firm like FTMO. I think Blake Olsen even heard about FTMO through about proprietary firms through me and then we started talking about it and all of that. So if you can check my older video, I, I did an interview with Blake Olsen while I was pretty way younger. Yeah, I was also very young. I think that was... 2020 or uh, 2020, I think so. 2020 or 2019. There back there is still in my channel. So and I've done some other proprietary firms. So currently funded trader program. I'm with them. I'm working with them. I'm currently in my second phase. And also have I'm also working with BlueFX, working with FTMO, working with my Forex fund. So but however, my 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 account with uh, FTMO got violated. I violated, I met the five uh what's it called? the 10% total drawdown. I validated that funded account. So I, I no longer have an account with them. So I'm thinking of taking up another one with them. So my idea is to have 2 million AUM cap in total. But right wow. now I'm currently about 1.5. So when, it, when I'm going to add this 400K, that'll be like 1.9. Then I'll work on adding another 200K. All right? So that's what, what, that's what I'm working on. I'm having a lot of portfolio all around with those proprietary firms. And, and, how, so, and how easy is it to manage all those different like, accounts? I copy trading. I, I do copy trading. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do copy trading. And one that's one thing I love about my Forex fund. And I also love that. I also love it about uh, E8 funding. They allow copy trading. But uh, what's it called? The funded trader, they don't allow copy trading. So that's one thing I really love them to work on. Yeah, they don't allow. Uh, okay, <laughs> cool. Now, um, what about if you had to recommend somebody spend the next month, month mastering something, what would it be? Um, mastering your sticking discipline, discipline, discipline. So how I do, how I go about discipline about that is I have things written out here. All right. So I always have a mantra saying that says, you don't think why on the trade. You think before you hop on the trade. All right. I don't think when I'm on the trade, I think before I get in on the trade. So if you are thinking while you're on the trade, you are doing the wrong thing. You're doing the wrong thing. So that helps me to stick to the plan. So it's whatsoever I have written out on my, on my sticky note or my trading plan, that's what I'm going to be. That's, that's going to be my behavior pattern. You understand? Yeah. yeah. So if you can stick to these things that I just said, trust me, this guy will be a starting point in trading. That's a that's an awesome little tip. I, uh, that's, a, that's a great little tip, yeah. actually. So yeah, think about what you're going to do Write it down, even if um, maybe you need to execute the trade, right? But then write it down yeah. when you got so you execute the trade, then write down here's what I'm going to do, and you got now you're just waiting for it to happen. And if that happens, and you stick to it, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's cool. Discipline, just like, stick to it, yeah. I yeah. like that. Um, right, we're going to jump into a quick fire round, then wrap up the show. So, um, number one, how long did it take you to go from newbie to consistently profitable? 
a year and a half. A year and a half. I said that earlier. Yeah, a year and a half. What's your favorite entry setup? My favorite entry setup is whenever I'm seeing a double top or a double bottom, and there's a psychological level right there. There is trend line bounce right there or a trend line break, and there is high and low of the week right there. That's four checklists that I just mentioned. Favorite setup. Uh, what's your recommended trading book or resource? Yeah, my recommended trading book, man, it's very funny. There's this book by uh, Total Trading, book of Total Trading. It was written by Michael Corvo. Turtle, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that book, I recommend it for everyone. So what that book is simply saying is an idea that between uh, Dennis and his friend. So that, what that book is saying is anyone, anyone can actually be a trader. So being anyone can actually be a trader, that doesn't mean, uh, so they taught them their strategy for two weeks, okay? They brought people from different spheres of life, engineer, some doctor, some technician, all of them, but they taught them their trading strategy for just two weeks. So do you know what they kept doing every day? They kept teaching them psychology. They kept encouraging them every day. At the end of the day, they all made massive money. They were all profitable. So read that book. I recommend it. Michael Corvo. All right? Book yeah, on total cool. trading. I actually, I've never read that book, so I should definitely maybe try and find it on Audible. Uh, now, what's your recommended uh, broker and, or sorry, what's your preferred broker and trading platform? My preferred broker, there are actually two right now, Infinox. Infinox and Xness. So I love them. I love the way they, 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 they do their things, their spread, their execution speed, their withdrawal, and all of that. MT4, MT5, which one? Oh, I'm an old guy, so for MT4. MT4. <laughs> I yeah. love MT4. Like, I'm just head bent on MT4. I don't want to go to MT5. <laughs> cool. Hey, folks, ever wonder what broker I use? Well, I use Hanko Trade. It was a no-brainer because I was looking for a broker with good trading conditions and one that wouldn't restrict my leverage. Now, by joining Hanko Trade, I've also cut down my trading costs significantly with their super low commission of just $1 per 100K. You can learn more at hankotrade.com or just click the link I've put in the description. Well, do you want to walk us through your uh, worst ever trade? My worst trade? It's when I was being stubborn. That's 2019. You remember the time Theresa May just uh, was saying, was promising the British people the Brexit, and he announced that if Brexit is not a good deal, like if Brexit wasn't successful, like he's going to resign by October. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That period, yeah. yeah. I lost crazy amount of money when that news came out. So I had a personal account then. I never really knew about, uh, I, I wasn't really into big time, into proprietary firm. That's 2019, May 21st, 2019. I remember the date and I can quit the time, everything. So I was I wasn't using a stop I wasn't using a stop loss that time. So what happened? That that that, that wasn't because I wasn't using a stop loss. Normally the, I always trade with stop loss, but that particular time, that particular time, I wasn't using a stop loss. I think what happened, okay. I was discussing with someone and I had about three positions at a time, just using about 24, 24, 24, or 22 lots. It's I actually uploaded it, I screenshotted it. I put it on my Instagram. It's still live on my Instagram at Jeffrey on It's there on my Instagram. I lost one around ninety thousand US dollars, um, and I was saying, "Oh, don't worry, it's gonna, it's gonna retrace. It's gonna reverse. It's gonna reverse." That's an account that I moved from twenty five thousand dollars as at uh, April as at uh, that's December twenty eighteen. Within six months, I moved it to two hundred forty thousand dollars. So I lost one around ninety thousand US dollars. So when that loss happened, immediately I was thrown off balance. I withdrew my money and I called it a quit for that particular time. So that's when I left Instagram. So I left Instagram for a while. Then I just came back. I think I came back 2021. I left 
2019. All through 2020, I wasn't on Instagram. I wasn't active. I left for good, just for my mental coincidence. So that's my worst ever yeah. trade. And I'm never going to repeat that, that mistake again. So whenever I'm getting on a trade, immediately my clicking a buy and a sell is also synonymous to entering a stop loss. It's a must. It's better for me to get taken out on a stop loss than uh, being held down in yeah. particular trade. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> then lose $200,000. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you could leave Alice's with one piece of advice, what would it be? One piece of advice from me right now is if you are young, don't play safe. It's a crazy idea, but that's the idea that actually brought me this, this far. If you are young, if you are young, you've got a lot of time, do not play safe. And also listen to Gary V. <laughs> that's my advice. Listen to Gary V. And don't play safe if you are young. If you've got a lot of time, do not play safe. Do not play safe. Play it big. Play it big. Yeah. Because you've got, you've got time. You've got time. You can start again. Like, as I am right now, I've got time. I can afford to fail and start again. I'll start again. But whereas if you are old, uh, I'm not saying you've got uh, limitations, but you have to just be very careful but right now because you, you've not got responsibility. You've got wife, you've got children, you've got people who are looking up to you. But if you're young, it's different. You're just under someone and you can afford to fail over and over and over and over again. So that's my biggest advice to younger ones out there. Yeah, it's good advice. I've, in fact, I've got my uh, youngest daughter. I've just started up a uh, an NFT store for her. So yeah. she's doing little bits of art, and I'm like, oh, let's just get this up on online. So if if anyone wants to buy some <laughs> some NFT art, send me a DM, and we'll um, and I'll sh- send you a link. Right. Um, before we, before we wrap up, what's the best way to, for the guys to get hold of you? Uh, reaching out reaching out to me yeah is on Instagram and on Telegram and. And on my website, you could do that. Most especially on YouTube, I love YouTube. I love YouTube. I love you. So on my YouTube, I'm Jeffrey Benson. So just type Jeffrey Benson. That's me on YouTube. On Instagram, at Jeffrey Benson. Jeffrey underscore Benson. Benson. No more spelling. So I've got a lot of, couple of fake account right there. So please, is J E F F R E Y underscore B E N S O N. There's a fake guy using B E N S S O N. So do not do that. Report him. He's a scam. Just stick to Jeffrey B B E N S O N. Yeah, so to, to make that easy for you guys, this re listen to this wrap up here, right? So a big thank you to Jeffrey for sharing with us today. Everything we've discussed here, along with all the links that Jeffrey has just mentioned, are gonna be in the show notes. To find them, simply search for Jeffrey in the search box on tradingnut.com. Until next time, I wish all my listeners training happiness and success. Okay, there you have it, folks. Hope you enjoyed that interview. Now, do remember all the things that are going on here at Trading Now. I'm going to list them off again. So we've got that video that we shot with Jeffrey that you need to go and check out. Okay, that's over on the YouTube channel. We've got Bit, get my new sponsor. You can get over 150 bucks when you join them. So go and check their links out over there on TradingNet or underneath the video in the podcast description, wherever it is. Uh, also, we've got the Smart Money Concept live stream, live trading session happening this week. So stay tuned for that. And uh, we've got the uh, the Trading Nut Funded Cup. Okay, so you want to register for that, have a crack at one of those prizes, $190,000 worth of prizes up for grabs. Other things going on here, we've still got the Genius Trader doors are open for that. The price is actually going to increase very soon, so if you're looking to join and get your mindset on point, then now's the time to do that. Robot Builders Club, doors still open for that. I'll be releasing a new robot in the lab 
this week as well. So there's tons of stuff going on here at Trading Nut, guys. Um, also, the merch stores even had a bit of a revamp. So go and check that out. See if there's a, a Trading Nut cap or cup or something else that you want to grab. That's enough from me. I'll see you in the next video, and I'll see you plenty of times this week, I'm sure. So much going on here. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See you in the next one.